What's up, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase. Tonight, training camp updates. Who is impressing? Plus, Joe Stradamus makes some season predictions. And later, we answer your fan quesos. Next, Rams Showcase. Welcome to Rams Showcase on Sports 4 Radio. Whoa, what's going on, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase right here on Sports 4 Radio. I'm your host, Joe Brandon, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Beggs. I am laying down the law for you guys tonight. We are still in training camp, and we are officially in the final offseason episode. All right, starting next week, we got seed or like uh, games to talk about, and the season begins preseason. But hey, we didn't get that last year, so I will absolutely take whatever we can get this year, and I'm pumped about it. All right, I love the preseason games. We get to see a lot of in-depth stuff. We get to see that bottom of the roster stuff that I really love to dig deep into. And uh, bring to you guys of what I'm looking at. What my eyeballs see, send it to my face and out my mouth into your guys' ear holes. And then we all know the same stuff. And I like to think that uh, that watching these things re like religiously will tell us who's going to make this team. So we'll obviously, we already did cut predictions before. But of course we're going to do some again because that was pre-training camp and pre-preseason. Which is not how you're supposed to do that. So we need to get these guys on the field. We need to see what they're doing out there, and then we will talk about it and make some cut predictions. I've already, like, I'm, I, that's a, it's an ever-evolving organism, just like any NFL roster is my cut predictions, and so I've already made some adjustments to that, but we will talk about that uh, in the next couple of weeks when, uh, when we get some preseason games under our belt here. So I, I might do a little bit of updates, just considering I've already done uh, some cup predictions. I might just kind of give him like a, hey, by the way, I'm uh, this guy's switching. And then, of course, after that Broncos game, the last preseason game of the year, we will uh, we'll do our full-on cup predictions, all that stuff. And uh, we'll also do our, our depth chart predictions as well on that one. So, go lead into week one, Sunday Night Football, SoFi Stadium against the Chicago Bears coming to town, which is going to be an awesome time we get the white uniforms that that modern throwback so if you guys are going to be out there for that one definitely be rocking those uh, i've seen them out i've seen like my friends are sending me pictures of them rocking theirs stuff like that and i'm jealous about it uh, because i'm waiting until i'm in la to go get one myself uh, once i saw that the the shipment was going to be like super delayed super behind it's like you know what let me just let me just get out to la let me just go to the team store i'll get one myself when we're when i'm out there so if they got Jordan Fuller, I might, I might have to pick that one up, though. Jordan Fuller is my guy, and you know, I've been saying this entire time I need a Stafford, but if they got a Fuller sitting there in my size, I mean, I don't know how I'm going to say no to that. You know what I mean, guys? I don't know how I would say no to that. Let's get into a couple of announcements before we uh, do our giveaway here from last week. Thank you guys all for those who submitted your Rams tattoos. We got some really, really cool submissions. It was awesome. And uh, we did uh, convince uh, Kurt Steele to uh, to announce our winner. He is the one that picked the winner, okay? So if you guys didn't get selected, then uh, be mad at him, all right? So uh, not me. But uh, before we get into that, let's get into some announcements. Uh, first, I wanted to, to let this one be known. Uh, All Pro Sports has handled one of our giveaways in the past. Actually, just last week, we announced those winners. All prizes have been claimed, so we will not be pulling any other names for those. But I did want to let you guys know that uh, that that uh, I've been reached out to by AJ, and he was like, you know what, man, you're so smart and awesome and hilarious and and handsome and funny and cool that I want to give all of your listeners 15% off. So I will drop that that link uh, to the All Pro Sports Etsy shop in the description below. I may have added like 
one or two compliments that were not actually said, but that's, uh, that's what I heard. So, I mean, I don't know what to tell you there, but, uh, 15% off. So that's super awesome stuff, man. Go check out his shop. I was, I was messing around on there. Uh, a little, I think I was last week I was messing around on there. There's some pretty good stuff in there. Just like Shaw's Customs, man, All Pro Sports is exactly where you guys need to be. Those are two places you guys should be spending your money at, all right? Money spending's good. And uh, that will that link, again, will be in the description below. 15% off if you listen to Ram Showcase. If you don't listen to Ram Showcase, then you're not hearing me, so you're probably not going to get the deal anyway. But if you are hearing me, that means that you're one of those people. They can go and uh, get that. So I think that, let me check if there's a, a code for that, actually, a coupon code or something. Uh, let me just check real fast. I just want to make sure. I don't, I don't want to give you guys wrong information. I believe the code is just RAM Showcase, if I'm not mistaken here. But uh, let me check a look here. Yeah, just RAM Showcase is going to be your promo code. That gets you the 15% off at All Pro Sports. So that's where you guys need to be at spending them dollar bills that you guys work so hard for and we do appreciate you guys spending them in awesome places where you guys also get something pretty sick in return it's pretty sick in return all right next one here next announcement here is going to be the nfc west roundtable is back and i love doing this guys it's going to be every single tuesday we started it yesterday last week which was the third or uh, yesterday i mean uh which was the third we started our, our first one that was on the az sports fan channel uh, it's going to rotate. So next week, it's going to be on uh, CG Ruthless. So uh, he's the 49ers guy. So I would recommend, because this will be a rotational thing, it will be on Ram Showcase. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be the following week or the week after that, but it will be on Ram Showcase. So make sure you guys you guys are already here for that one. Make sure you guys are subscribed, though, because it will be a live video, which is going to be super fun. And if you guys want to participate in that, uh, subbing is the easiest way, all right? Because then... I, I, I vibrate in your pocket and then you can pull out your phone and watch us, which is really cool. But these guys are great, man. We got the Cardinals fan. We got the 49ers fan. We got the Seahawks fan. All these guys, super knowledgeable. And also not just blowing smoke and just being like, oh, no, my team's the best. No, my team's the best. No, my team's the best. Everybody's like, you know what? No, this team, like we, we were talking yesterday. It's like, hey, what group has the, what, what team has the best wide receivers? You know, we we're talking about that. It's like, what team's going to win this division? And not everybody just picked their own team, which was perfect. I love that stuff. We even do some fun stuff like who's the most overrated quarterback in the in the division, underrated quarterback in the division, stuff like that. So make sure you guys check that out. Again, if you guys want to check out yesterday's episode, I got it up here on my screen. And uh, that was on uh, the AZ Sports Fan channel. So make sure you guys check that out. You, go, you can search uh, NFC West Roundtable uh, there, and that will probably pop us up, but... Yeah, it's uh, super cool, super fun times, man. It's going to be every single Tuesday night, and that's going to be at 6 p.m. Pacific time. So uh, it's going to be 7 o'clock Joe time, but 6 Ram time, which is perfect timing on a Tuesday if you guys aren't doing anything on a Tuesday. Like, uh, what, what is the line from the song? Turn it up on a Tuesday. I don't know. Some in the club on Tuesday? I don't know. I'm a metalhead, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't even know why I tried to make that reference. It didn't work out, but... Uh, that's where we're going to be at every single Tuesday all season long. So that's going to be some awesome stuff there. I'm pumped for it. We had a great time on that. And then my last one here is actually just for the Rams specifically, where uh, the Rams will be doing a celebrity flag football game. Uh, YG is the uh, the coach of the Jalen Ramsey team, and Tay Diggs is the coach of the Donald team. And uh, we've got some names here, some that were like kind of said, but I do not know any of these guys except for one. One guy or one person, because they're not all guys, one person down this entire list of celebrities that I was like, oh, I know him. 
So the list that, that they kind of promoted is uh, Matt James, D. Smoke, Matt Barnes, Samantha Logan, and Seven Streeter. Those are some names. They got the full list on therams.com, so make sure you guys check it out there. Uh, the only name of all of the names listed that I was like, oh, I know who that is. And I'm, I'm sure there's a couple that maybe I was just like, I just didn't recognize them at the time. The only name of a participant that I, a participant that I knew was Matt Leiner. So <laughs> I don't know what that says about me and my pop culture uh, knowledge. But if that tells you guys anything that me, uh, that question that I had a couple weeks ago about like how could the Rams tie into pop culture and solidify themselves, how the Raiders did with NWA. Dude, I don't know crap about pop culture. All right. The pop culture that I know is the NFL. That's I, I get into to the, the NFL and, and football in general, stand up comedy and music and like metal music, though. Not like not uh, it's I don't have anything negative to say about them. I'm just a metalhead myself. So that's what we got. Let's go ahead and hop into this giveaway before we get into some training camp notes, some transactions, and Joe Stradamus. So, for uh, our giveaway, I was actually able to enlist the help of one Kurt Steele, who happens to be an incredible friend of my own, and uh, super excited that he was he was willing to participate in this, and can't thank him enough, but uh, you know what? I, I think it's time for him to tell us who won this tattoo, or to, who won the giveaway. Thanks so much, Kurt. I do appreciate you picking our winner. And that winner is Tony Hernandez with the license plate tattoo, which is such a creative tattoo. I absolutely loved this one. I loved them all. I'll be real with you guys. All Rams tattoos that came in, I was like, I would see one and be like, oh, that was sick. Oh, oh, that was sick. (laughs) As it kept going. But uh, Tony actually submitted a bunch. He's got like an entire Rams sleeve. And because I can only accept one photo per person, I kind of had to go through myself and was like, okay, which one of these do I like kind of thing. I went with that one for uh, for the submission and Tony ended up winning it. So what I need from you, Tony, I need you to reach out to me on any of the Ram Showcase social media pages. That's at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. Uh, messaging is available on all of those. So uh, just reach out to me. We'll at first... Confirm your winning here, and then uh, you can pass along your address. We'll get that sent out to you, that prize pack from Shaw's Customs. Wait, I, I did it wrong. From Shaw's Customs. That was extreme, I think. <laughs> that was a little much, huh? But, uh, yeah, way to go, Tony. That's awesome, man. And that was not even all of his Rams tattoos. So many Rams tattoos. Super sick. Absolutely loved it. So make sure you guys you reach out to me, Tony, and uh, we'll get that sent out to you, that prize pack. Next up, we're going to do another one of these, okay? Because I absolutely loved this. I had a blast with it. So I'm going to go ahead and say this next one, I kind of teased it last week. We're going with the Ram Cave. If you got a Ram Cave, something similar to this is the Sheriff Station, of course. But if you got something similar to this, somewhere you watch the games, I know there's people out there with some sick Rams Caves. Uh, I can think of some, I won't blast names or anything like that, but I can think of some of my own friends and uh, we're friends, like met on, met on Facebook, stuff like that, who have... Like there's one with like a shed who's it's the whole thing is rammed out. He's got a it's like a I don't know how tall it is. I'm just going to say that it's an eight foot tall Jack Youngblood outside. (laughs) Super awesome, man. So there's some good ones out there. We will also enlist the help of somebody for that giveaway as well. But that's going to be it. The Ram Cave. Send your photos to Ram uh, to Ram Showcase at gmail.com. I'll slap that on the bottom again for you guys. Uh, but I need a picture of your Ram Cave. I will only use one, so make sure you guys take that sweet angle, all right? 
If you guys need to go the wide lens, do the little pinch on your camera, do that, okay? Because we need to see all of it in one photo. I can only send one per uh, entry. So make sure you guys send those, ramshowcase at gmail.com. By sending your photo, you are giving me per permission to use your name and that photo that you submit to me on the next show if you do happen to be a winner. Uh, but also, as you saw from Kurt's video, we do post all the pictures there. Uh, we did post all the pictures there. So... Uh, we will have one winner selected by a third party that will not be affiliated with Ram Showcase. Submission deadline will be Monday the 9th at 9 o'clock p.m. And that's uh, Pacific time there. So L.A. time, 9 o'clock is when I need those in my inbox. Otherwise, you are out. You don't count. All right. And uh, Ram Showcase reserves the right to change these rules at any time. And all decisions made by Ram Showcase are final. So if I decide that I want to switch any of these up, guys. No, I want to hear no complaints, all right, because I am the only person here. So I, I, I what am I supposed to do? have a meeting with Reggie and Mike? <laughs> Reggie Armstead and Mike Sherwood and Sheriff Joe Bag. We'll all get together and discuss it, but I, I promise that I'm going to come out on top of that one. So make sure you guys send those out. Let's go ahead and hop into some news. Training camp is still underway, and like I said, this is the last off-season episode that we have, and... I'm here for the season, all right? I can't wait. I'm super pumped for it. We're into some good stuff. So just some notes here again uh, for you guys. One thing that I wanted to mention, though, all right, I get so much hate for my comments about Rams safety, Taylor Rapp, all right? This is not in my notes, by the way. Uh, I just wanted to mention this. I was actually going to download all of the videos of because like, it seems like every time right now, we're seeing a sweet play by a Rams wide receiver in training camp. You got 24 running four yards behind that guy. That's what it seems like. I know we've seen some others. I know David Long, uh, what was that, yesterday? Uh, well, I think that was the third that he that he had one um, that he led up. I think that was to Coop. But it seems like Taylor Rapp is, uh, is always chasing somebody down. And I, I think, I, you know what, I, I've been pretty adamant about like, hey, let me see him, let me see him, let me see him. You know what? I, I I still do want to see him in preseason. If he does play in preseason, he has been taking reps with the ones. Uh, but Burgess has been kind of getting in there as well. We've seen all three on the field at times. But, dude, Taylor Rapp is not getting it done, in my opinion. All right? So I want to see preseason still. I'm still giving him that. But from what we've already seen in training camp, he's not getting it done. He's still getting burnt. And I don't know, man. He's out here getting toasted, like, every single day in practice. And everybody's like, you're too hard on Taylor Rapp. He's He's awesome. Yeah, he can tackle. He's really good at tackling. But uh, he's also a safety, and he needs to get better in coverage. Like, why? how are you a safety who's not strong in coverage, man? That's that's where we need to see the jump up. So I want to see it in live live action, all right? Not just in some highlights in training camp and some, some, some cell phone videos from the stands at training camp. But I need to see it, man, because I've been getting so much hate from my rap comments. But where's Taylor Rap when the, the ball's in the end zone? Yeah, he's chasing somebody down, man. He's out here getting burnt all the time. So Jordan Fuller is all lock, all but locked in at safety. Obviously, we know that. We've actually learned recently that uh, Jordan has been, uh, he's been green dotting. Jordan Fuller has been rocking the green dot, which for a safety, I mean, we've seen it before. I think we saw Weddle with it, uh, but we've seen that, we've seen the green dot go to a safety before, and especially with our our linebackers, the way that I don't want to say that like the inexperience or anything like that, because like Micah Kaiser, he was here last year. Of course, Troy Reader, Kenny Young were as well. But Jordan Fuller, I don't hate him green dotting for sure. That I think is really cool. He can kind of see everything. 
I just, I guess I, I'm a little bit worried about the home games and when SoFi Stadium's absolutely rocking, is he going to be able to call stuff out, especially for those linebackers, people closer up to the line? That's that's my only concern in that regard, but I think we'll be all right. I think we'll find a way to uh, to communicate. A lot of that communication is also nonverbal, so I think we'll be all right there. But Taylor Rapp, like I said, has been getting uh, the bulk of the, the reps at with the ones, but Burgess has been fitting in there too. And what I think was what I thought was interesting is that when we see all three of them on the field, Jordan Fuller, Taylor Rapp, and Terrell Burgess, that we've seen actually Burgess be the guy who's playing in the box, which I think is where Taylor Rapp is actually at his best. I think he's he's more uh, fit, I think, to be that in-the-box safety. More of that Mark Barron style. And I know that that, like, me comparing Taylor Rapp to Mark Barron probably makes some people out there be like, well, what? Like, but either way, I, I I don't hate Taylor Rapp. I just want to see him get better. Why is it so bad that I want to see a Rams player be better at football? I think we all want to see all these guys be better at football, right? I'm just kind of pinpointing Taylor Rapp out here because he's getting out here. He's toasted all the time out here. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. All right, but I want to see. I want to see it improve. But uh, yeah, I thought that was a little interesting seeing Burgess up uh, up in the uh, in the box and not Rapp because, like I said, I think that that's just where where Rapp uh, he he kind of thrives in that spot a little bit more. Uh, so far, Cooper Cup, who honestly, guys, is like, I know we're just in training camp and I don't want to overreact or anything, but I think Cooper Cup might look the best right now than he ever has in his career, in his NFL career. We've seen him this entire time. He was drafted by the Rams. So I, I think that right now he's just looking a little bit more smooth, a little bit more, uh, I guess, focused in uh, those toe taps. We're getting like a sick toe tap catch from Cooper Cup every single day. And I am not hating that at all. That's pretty awesome. So Cooper Cup might be at his best going into this season, which is pretty cool stuff. And uh, also Tyler Higby, they're both. These guys are creating some real sweet chemistry with uh, Matthew Stafford. They all seem to be kind of connecting in a, in, a, in a very positive way. So I think that we'll get some good stuff out of Higby. I think we'll get some good stuff out of Cooper Cup. But also, Deshaun Jackson's in there as well. And he's kind of getting that. that um, he. I think part of that is that, like, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby, they were used to Jared Goff a little bit. And, I mean, Deshaun Jackson, he's been all over the place. He's He's been more places than Johnny Cash. And he uh, he's, he's able to adjust really well to that, I think. So, uh, to having a new quarterback is what I mean by that. But... Um, yeah, I think that Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby, that that relationship that they're building with Stafford is is one of my favorite storylines out of training camp right now. So I'll, I'm here for that. Uh, Matthew Stafford did participate in the first pad of practice and uh, reports said that he was looking fine out there. So we know that he hit his thumb on a helmet, uh, very similar to Jared Goff, but not to the extent of Jared Goff. And I think that that's a very important distinction when we talk about this injury with Matthew Stafford is uh, it was not to the extent he didn't need the surgery. It wasn't an actual fracture or anything like that. So uh, he did participate. Uh, we heard that he could miss a couple of days, didn't miss any days. And I think that that's already a pretty good sign for Matthew Stafford and for Rams fans being a little bit concerned about that. So I see no way that this impacts uh, the Bears game, which is the first time that we will see Matthew Stafford on a real football field. Of course, he's not going to play in preseason. Rams don't do that. We don't mess around with that stuff. The starting interior offensive line has been David Edwards, Austin Corbett and Bobby Evans. 
I've been talking uh, a lot like that it's Edwards and Evans for that other spot, like kind of that right guard spot with Nopum being kind of, in my opinion, locked in. But that's not what we've been seeing. But if that were to be the case, if it were going to be Edwards, Corbett, and Evans, I would anticipate that Nopum would be the backup for both tackle spots as well as both guard spots. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't. He's got that starting experience. But I would like to just mildly toot my own horn here, talking that I've been talking up Bobby Evans this entire time, and usually all I get is is comments like, dude, he's not as good as you think he is. But now he's out here starting, all right? All right? Maybe, maybe, Maybe this season, maybe. We'll see what happens, man. But I like Bobby Evans. I like his game, man. Uh, I think... Uh, I he fits into into what we do really well, so I'm I'm here for it. I think that's pretty cool. But Nopum, he was uh, obviously the starter at uh, the left guard spot, and then I do think that he would be because uh, he's he also took over for Wit when Wit went down. I don't even remember when that was, but uh, he 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 slid out to the left tackle spot. So he's got some versatility there for sure. But most of these guys do. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm liking, uh, I'm liking Evans though. I like Edwards. Edwards has one of the funnier moments in the hard knock series to me where he like his straw hit it. Like, I don't know if you know, you know, I don't need to explain it. It's not funny if I just sit here and tell you what, like his straw hit his nose. Uh, it's not very funny, but, uh, Edwards is, is uh, pretty awesome. Uh, Ramsey has been taking a lot of snaps at nickel. I'm really not sure what this tells us or what this does for our season, um, but it is a little bit interesting to me because if Ramsey is going to be our number one guy, which I think is safe to say, <laughs> I mean, how often are we going to see an opponent's number one receiver inside? So I don't know if this is just us getting reps for other guys outside like David Long or Robert Rochelle, Darius Williams. Of course, he's going to be play outside, but I don't know if we're just we're just trying to give uh, give some time here to other guys. But uh, Ramsey been playing a lot at the nickel spot, so. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. But uh, let's move on to some transactions here. And uh, really just uh, one. It's a it's a combo pack for you guys. The Rams have waived offensive lineman Jameel Demby, who's been on and off this roster ever since he was a rookie. He actually, uh, <laughs> I, I used to make photos for all the rookies. I still do. But I used to like, I had this photo of Jameel Demby and it was him like next to a Rams logo, stuff like that. I made it. I put it out there when we drafted him. And he used it as his profile picture for a short time. So that was kind of cool. He cut off my logo, though. So I immediately was like, bro. (laughs) Because I always make my photos and there's a Ram Showcase logo there. Jameel Demby did not want that on there. So he cropped it. I don't know, man. Hurt my feelings a little bit, but uh, he is now off the roster again. We'll be uh, on the waiver wire. And the Rams have signed Jeremiah Cologne, who... You guys might recognize he's been on and off this roster for uh, the last few years. He is 26. He'll be 27 in October. He's been on uh, the roster in some capacity every single year since 2018. So he has been around. He knows he knows what we're all about here. Stacking dubs, you know, and and crushing souls. And then uh, he also uh, he does have the opportunity to kind of get in there as like as a rotational backup kind of guy. Not like not that we'll rotate our out our offensive line, of course, but He's got a chance to uh, to come in and and be a backup. I'm not sure if I necessarily see it. I think Demby was already one of my cuts, and Cologne just kind of like if if he can wreck it up in uh, in preseason, then maybe we can see some stuff. But you know, last year he signed that two year deal with it was ending with a ERFA designation at the end, exclusive rights free agent. But then he was waived out of the practice squad, and he gets added back now. So 
Jeremiah Cologne back, Jamil Demby out. Let's go into Joe Stradamus here, and uh, basically all I'm doing here was it? No, I don't need to echo that. I was gonna do it, but no, it got too loud last time, and I think my <laughs> my gain is just way too up right now. But that's uh, not important. So uh, Joe Stradamus, though. So this is what I'm gonna do here. I'm just gonna give you guys a couple of predictions because we'll be we'll be extending this as as we get a little bit closer to the regular season. Because we're going into preseason now, a lot of things can happen, all right? A lot of things can happen. Uh, so, I mean, just like uh, just just like Kyle Shanahan said, I can't even guarantee who will be alive by Sunday, you know? So, I, I don't know, man. So, a lot of things can happen uh, between now and the start of the season. But let's go ahead and hop into it. Uh, I'm picking the Rams record at 12-5. and five. I feel like that feels real. I think that we got a little bit of the SEC vibes in the NFC West, where all regular season, we're going to kind of beat each other up a little bit. And then once we get to the postseason, then we will take it out to other other people and beat them up. So uh, hopefully that the, the Rams are just the ones that come out on top of that. But I do feel 12 and 5 is pretty real, especially we got six very tough games just in division, out of division games. We also got like the Bucks, the Packers, the Ravens. So there's some tough games in there for sure. But I think a 12 and 5 record seems very real. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to... S- Select the Rams uh, placing first place in the NFC West. And I don't think that that's too much of a stretch. Even with the loss of Cam Akers, I do believe that the Rams are just the most well-rounded team. We aren't the deepest team for sure. Uh, we have spots where we're extremely deep, like wide receiver. We're deep at corner. Uh, we're deep along a de- defensive line. But there are other spots that we're not as deep at. We're, we're a little bit top-heavy at. Maybe running back, you could say that. I would say quarterback we're top-heavy at. So, uh, the depth is not there all the way around, but if you look at our starters across the board, I feel like we're the most complete team in this division. So I have the Rams finishing first in the NFC West. As far as the NFC, I have the Rams finishing second. And that is really just because the NFC is absolutely loaded. Not only do the Rams need to get out of their own division, but they've also got some very strong competition in the NFC. The Bucks, the Packers. Some of you guys may disagree with with those selections. I mean, Bucks just won the Super Bowl, bring back all 22 the Green Bay Packers, I mean, we can we can comment about the the Rodgers offseason storylines, this is the, all we want to, but I mean, it turns out that Schefter just kind of made some of that up and like dropping that on draft day was him just kind of being a little bit of a jerkwad a little bit and so he just he just wanted a story and the timing of it was rude. He 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 shifted all the focus away from the draft and he didn't need to. It's not like something happened. And, and like kind of was the catalyst of the story. It's just like, oh no, it was just a gathering knowledge over time, but you release it on draft day. I don't, I don't know. I don't think, I think that that stuff was a little bit blown out of proportion, honestly, but I do anticipate this being the final year for Aaron Rodgers in green Bay. So what does that mean? That means they'll probably be a pretty good team this year. All right. Chances are Rodgers is probably going to come in here and do a pretty good job, but those are both options to take the top seed along with the Rams, but I'm going to go ahead and say two for the Rams just to give it an average. We got three teams that are really like fighting for that top seed there. You got the Bucks, you got the Rams, you got the Packers, so I'm just going to go two because it feels safe. I could say one if I want to. I could also say three if I want to, so I don't know. I'm going to go with two still. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into some statistical uh, predictions here for Joe Stradamus. For passing, I'm going to say that Matthew Stafford puts up 35 TDs and 15 interceptions, so above that 1-2 to two or the 2-1 to one ratio. Looking pretty good there. I have him at 49-30 passing yards, all right? But I do want to let it be known that it's only 70 short of a 5K season. That's just one Robert Woods bomb 
from a 5K season. Could he become the first Rams quarterback to hit 5K passing in a season in his first year as a Ram? Very possible. Very possible. I'm going 49-30, though, because I just feel like that feels real. That feels real to me. 5K also seems realistic. So drop your predictions too. You guys get feel free to to comment. Tell me I'm a genius. Tell me I'm an absolute moron. Tell me your predictions. All right. Uh, rushing the football, I'm going to say that Hendo gets eight TDs on the ground for 950 yards. Hendo had an amazing season last year. He started super awesome. He was playing great. We didn't need to put in Cam Akers, but we had him, so we could, and we did, and it went well. But it's not like Henderson was playing bad. If you look at Pro Football Focus, he was the number one rated running back for the first eight weeks of the season. And then we had like the luxury of being able to add in uh, Cam Akers to that. So Hendo is awesome. The only reason I'm going to put him at 950 is because I think that we do see a pretty heavy rotation. We not only need Hendo now for 17 games in the regular season, we're going to need him for a couple in the playoffs too. All right, so... I think that we'll kind of rein him back in just a little bit on certain occasions where he'll only be getting, you know, the 15 carries. But also, I mean, we got Xavier Jones, who's getting hyped up right now, and I think we'll get in a decent amount as uh, as a rotational running back. So Hendo with the eight touchdowns, 950, I feel like that's that's right in line. But we do need to keep him healthy throughout the season. So it's not just going to be run him, let him get 1,900 rushing yards and just go crazy. You know, it's like, let's let's save him. Let's make sure that he's fresh for the postseason run. And receiving, I'm just going to give you guys two receivers here. That's going to be Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Uh, for Woods, I've got eight touchdowns and 1,000 yards. Just ballpark in 1,000. I think that he'll get over 1,000. And with Cooper Cup, I'm putting him at 11 TDs and 1,000 yards, just over that 1,000-yard uh, that mark. Both Cup and Woods got extremely close to 1,000 receiving yards last year. They both ended in the 900s, uh, but they did fall short, of course. And uh, with uh, with a quarterback who's just a little bit more willing to launch that puppy deep, I think that we can we can push those numbers to above the 1,000-yard mark. I think that both Bobby Trees and Cooper Cup, I think that they can both hit that. Like I think they'll both be floating in like the 11 to 12 range as far as receiving. But I do have Cup getting more touchdowns here. Uh, simply because I think that, that that connection with Stafford is is real. I think that he that that is a real thing, and I think that this could be Cup's best season as a pro thus far, which is awesome. I'm going to go ahead and give the MVP this year of the Rams to Matthew Stafford. It makes total sense. I think that early on, Rams fans especially will be able to tell a legitimate difference in the quarterback play, and I think that we'll see that translate onto the production on the football field. I think we'll see it. We'll be able to feel it. You know what I mean? Like watching Jared Goff for the last five years, we'll be able to feel a difference in that quarterback spot. I think Matthew Stafford's our MVP. Offensive player of the year, going Cooper Cup. Uh, he seems uh, to already be one of one of Stafford's favorite targets. I think it would. Uh, I think it would be pretty cool to uh, I th- well to to see Cooper Cup. I think we'll, we'll see some really good stuff from him this year. And you know he's he gets talked about a little bit more than than Robert Woods does. I think they're both like. Cooper Cup does get hyped, and I, I've said it before. I think that he gets hyped like the right amount. I think that he's just rated. I think Robert Woods is underrated, but Cooper Cup just he's just rated. You know what I mean? He's just right in line. I think he's rated pretty accurately, but I think it'd still be really cool to see him uh, pull that one off. And we're getting those sick toe tap highlights every single day out of practice. Defensive Player of the Year, Aaron Donald. 
I mean, I think he's still mad at how the Rams' most recent game went against the Green Bay Packers. I think that he's angry about that, all right? So I think that we're going to see a pretty awesome Aaron Donald. He looks like he's still, I mean, he's he's in great shape. I don't think he's ever not going to be in great shape. Uh, he could probably play football at 85. I have no idea. He's 30 now. So uh, I, I think Aaron Donald, uh, I don't think that there's any reason to think that he's going to have a bad year. Uh, I just think that the way that the Rams season ended last year with him being injured in that Green Bay Packers game in a game that was actually pretty close, I think that he's going to be, I think he's going to go on a little bit of a tear this year. I, I'm feeling real good about Donald's abilities this season. Offensive rookie of the year, I'm going to go with uh, Jacob Harris. I think that he ends up with the most playing time of any of the offensive rookies that we have. I know Tutu Atwell is a, a popular pick here, but he's also what our fifth best wide receiver right now. So I think that Jacob Harris just gets in there a little bit more. He's going to be probably just behind Tyler Higby. We're getting comments about Johnny Munt, of course, but I think that Jacob Harris will be in that that slot there. So and he he also has the versatility to play outside. So I think that we'll just see him on the field more than we'll see any other Rams rookie. And so for that reason, I think that he's going to be uh, the offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. This, this is a tough one for me, guys. Uh, there's a lot of defensive rookies on this squad this year that I really like, but I'm going to say, I'm going to say Ernest Jones, he could really break his way into being a pretty heavy participant for uh, for the Rams, especially at that linebacker spot. That is a, a spot that is a little bit easier to break into considering uh, the, where the other guys are at. So like Robert Rochelle, who I'm a big fan of, he's going to stay behind Darius Williams and Jalen Ramsey. Uh, we look at Bobby Brown. He's not going to get above Aaron Donald, and he also looks like he's probably behind A. Sean Robinson right now. He might be behind others. So I think that uh, competition alone, I think that Ernest Jones has the best chance to really break in and be a, a, a pretty big uh, participant there. But I'll give you guys my breakout players, too, one offense, one defense. I'm going to say Tyler Higby on offense. I don't think he's necessarily broken out yet. I know he had that amazing stretch late season uh, just a couple years ago where he just went off a little bit, but... He doesn't even have a thousand career receiving yards yet. So I think that Tyler Higby is a candidate to absolutely break out and and become uh, that tight end. You know what I mean? Because if I was given the choice personally, if I had two guys sitting in front of me, one's Tyler Higby, one's Gerald Everett, I might go Gerald Everett there. So based on that, based on what we've already seen and now what we've learned in training camp in Matthew Stafford's connection with him. I think that it's very real that Tyler Higby could become a more important part of this offense than he has been in the past years. Uh, but I think tight end is going to be a big one uh, for the Rams. We know from his Detroit days that uh, Stafford does like his tight ends. So I think that that Higby and Harris, there's room for both of them to eat on this offense, even though we've got a whole bunch of weapons, buttload of wide receivers out here. So I think that, uh, but I'm gonna, I'm still going to put Higby in there. And then on my defensive side, I'm putting Kenny Young. I'm a, I'm a Kenny Young fan. I'm, I'm here for Kenny Young. I've got his back for sure. Uh, I, I know that there's some people out there that are like, Kenny Young's going to get cut. I don't see it. I think that he improved so much last year that I would be absolutely surprised if he got cut. I think that he's going to be uh, an impact player for us this year. And then just two guys that I, I just wanted to let you guys know to soak it in while we have them, guys, because uh, looks it's very real. These are the last year's Rams players. And this is just kind of a public service announcement. Just enjoy while we have Andrew Whitworth and Darius Williams. Those are my two guys right now who I truly believe are entering their final year as Rams players. So that's all. Just soak it in a little bit. Let's go ahead and hop into our break on the other side. We've got Fan Quesos. Don't go anywhere. And welcome back in, Rams fans. Make sure you guys head to Shaw's Customs. There will absolutely be a link in the bottom 
of uh, wherever you're listening to me. So if you if you're if you hear my voice, check the description of whatever is playing that, and uh, you'll be able to head over there to Shaw's Customs. Get yourself some sick stuff. We've got the the decal on the laptop here. Selfishly took one of those. We got the mug here, shot glass. We got we got the stuff. All right. So make sure you guys head over to Shaw's Customs. Tell them Sheriff Joe Bag sent you. You don't get anything for it, but I think he thinks it's cool. So we'll just keep doing that. Uh, let's go ahead and, and get into our fan cases. We do have a solid chunk of them here. So let me go ahead and open some up. This first one's here. Come from Rams House. And if you guys are not subscribed to Rams House on YouTube, make sure you guys do that. You guys absolutely have to do that. One of the homies, for sure. A friend of Rams Showcase, absolutely. But uh, let's go ahead and, and get into these quesos. If Justin Hollins gets the start opposite of Floyd like we are expecting, what type of year statistically do you think Hollins will have? Solid question. So, yeah, it looks like Hollins really is. Like, I know I was saying Burgess and, uh, and Lewis, or not Burgess, uh, Lewis and uh, Okoronkwo were kind of fighting for that spot. Looks like Hollins is really getting some love from the coaches here. So, uh, based on like what we've seen from from the past guys that we've had opposite of like like having Floyd and then Donald, I think that he could do well. But I would put I put Hollins. I mean, as long as they're not like too heavy of a rotation, I think we could pull out like a good seven eight sacks out of him. Like uh, that, I feel like that's that's real. I don't think that that's too insane from your starter opposite of Floyd, who's also uh, got Donald pulling most of the attention of the offensive line. I think that that's very real. Um, but Hollins, man, I'm I'm pumped to see what he can do out here because we haven't we haven't seen him. We don't we don't know what he looks like out there. So I'm excited for it. I like Okoronkwo. I like Lewis. But hey, but those guys, I mean, history of injuries. So if Hollins is the guy, Hollins is the guy. Let's go, Hollins, man. Let's do it. But um, yeah, I think that I think they'll have a, a a fine season if he if he whoever is going to start. Honestly, I think we'll be do fine because there is so much attention going to other guys like Floyd and Donald uh, rushing that passer. Next case over here uh, is going to be, uh, do you think the Seahawks will pre- present an even bigger challenge than in years past? You know what, man? Maybe I am alone here. Maybe I am missing something. Maybe I just don't understand something here. But I really just, I don't see it with the Seahawks this year. I I, I really, truly believe that they're going to dip just a little bit. I'm in Facebook jail? What the heck? I wonder what I did. Um... <laughs> it's not relevant to you guys, but, um, yeah, I, I, I just, um, I don't know, man. That's, uh, I've completely lost my train of thought because I saw that I was in Facebook jail. Uh, <laughs> let's get back to it real fast. Um, the Seahawks. That's right. Jeez. I completely lost that one. All right. But, uh, the Seahawks, man, I don't know. I, I think that Russell Wilson has been really carrying that team for quite some time. And uh, I, I think that, that the Russell Wilson offseason storyline is a bigger impact than the Aaron Rodgers offseason storyline for their teams, respectively. And really, I like it's it's a possibility. Any of these teams could win the division and any team in the NFC West can win the division, which really also means that any of these teams can lose the division. You see like one or two big injuries on any of these teams and that could plummet you into into fourth place. A good fourth. Like. Like a 9-10 win fourth, but still could be a fourth-place team. But if the Seahawks pull out uh, a fourth-place finish, I really think that Pete Carroll might be on his way out. I really think that, all right? You look at Pete Carroll's NFL record without Russell Wilson, sub-500. So I think Russell Wilson's been carrying that team 
for quite a while. And if you got to pick between Carroll and R- Wilson, it's an easy choice. You go Wilson. Next one here is from Gary. Uh, I'm still convinced the Rams will snag a vet to pair with Hendo. Any preference? AP sounds, uh, for a for a year, sounds appealing. Yeah, man, that would be my selection as well. I just don't necessarily see it happening. Uh, we kind I mean, with with Hendo, with with uh, Raymond Calais, with Otis Anderson, with Xavier Jones, I think we're going to be okay there. And especially Jones, he's getting hyped right now, man. He's uh, he's getting talked about a lot uh, from the coaching staff. So I don't know. I, I I'm not completely sold yet that we go the the vet route. But if we were to go of the veteran route, I would actually I would definitely go Adrian Peterson. The, the veteran presence that he would bring to that that group and into that locker room, I, I don't think that I, that's that's worth it alone, even if he doesn't play. Just him out there in practice and, and you know, going through and, and the game prep and stuff like that, I think that, that would do wonders for these young guys. And to see, you know that these guys were watching Adrian Peterson like when he was at his peak. They're probably not that old, you know what I mean? Like, they probably watched him pretty young. They're like in high school and so like that, like watching him just absolutely tear it up. So I think for them, that would be such a motivator. So yeah, I think that that would be the play. This one comes from CJ. How many different Rams jerseys do you plan to wear this season? And uh, one more for the road. What are your true thoughts on Matt Stafford and his ability to anchor this Rams offensive needs? How many jerseys do I plan to wear this season? I like one or two. I'm not really a Jersey guy anymore. Uh, I don't really rock too many of them. I always, I get them, but I don't necessarily just like wear the heck out of them. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's, um, I, I just like to wear the team gear. I just like, I don't know. As long as I'm wearing Rams gear, I'm good, man. But the jerseys, I definitely will throw on a Sheriff Joe bags here and there. I've got my color rush Sheriff Joe bags. It's one of my favorites. I randomly like to pull out like the Mark Bulger just to be that guy. <laughs> um, let's see. I got some, I don't know. I got some good ones in there that I like to wear. I, I'll rock a Finnegan still, you know. Uh, I, I, I had my Tavon Austin. That was, well, it's been a while now. It's probably been over a year, but <laughs> I wore that one recently. Uh, but yeah, I got, I, I'm not too much of a Jersey guy. I just like to rock the team gear. As far as your next question here, what are your true thoughts on Matt Stafford and his ability to anchor this Rams offensive needs? Dude, it is such an improvement over Jared Goff that I re- I have no concerns. Like I'm not I'm not worried about that spot anymore. It's like okay, and like you you see what Aaron Donald's out here saying about about Matthew Stafford and practice and stuff like that. Like he's saying like he's putting it in a spot where only he can get it. Like it's a, it, we recovered it, but but he's putting it in a spot where only the receiver can get it. That's tough to defend. That we never heard anything like that about Jared Goff. So. I don't know, man. I, I I feel like your question was like a little bit leading me to be like, I don't know, man. I don't know if he's going to be that good. But no, it's the opposite of that. Man. I think he's going to be awesome. He's going to be great. It's going to be good stuff. This one comes from Paul. Has the Cam Akers news affected your expectations for this upcoming season? Not really, man. Uh, Cam Akers is definitely a good player and you know helped the Rams offense quite a bit. We changed our running style to kind of fit him. And that that is one thing that I think will will impact us the most is that when we went to that that like trap style that we had with uh, Cam Akers. We'll be going back to the zone scheme with Daryl Henderson. And one thing about the zone scheme that we've seen in the past with this Rams team, especially when we saw uh, Todd Gurley in this offense, was that there are some teams who are very good at defending that. The Chicago Bears, Rams week one opponent, is one of those. We saw it in the Super Bowl as well. That, uh, you know, that six down defensive lineman, which looks insane, but 
you know, having that kind of situation to uh, to run a zone against, it allows those linebackers to 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 read the gap with the running back as well, and then shoot that gap and then limit your running game. So that I think is the the biggest hindrance. I don't think that there's necessarily that big of a talent drop off from Cam Akers to Daryl Henderson, although I really like Cam Akers. Uh, but Daryl Henderson is a very good running back as well. He was doing amazing. Uh, last season and you know we keep hearing the comments of that the Rams lost their their leading rusher from last year he had one more rushing yard than Dar- than Daryl Henderson did last year so we're gonna be fine in that department I really feel feel good about Daryl Henderson and Xavier Jones brings that that uh that extra little bit of a dynamic to uh he's just a little more shifty and uh I think that that's a good a good uh running back to to kind of spell Hendo uh coming out of the backfield there who are your most overrated and underrated Rams on this roster right now? That's a good question. Uh, underrated? You know what? I might go Terrell Burgess on that one. I think that Burgess is doing a pretty good job right now, and especially this uh, this training camp. I'm, I'm really liking what I'm seeing from him. And uh, for overrated, man, I, I mean, I hate answering this question because inevitably, no matter who I say or no matter my my reasoning behind it, there's going to be people that are like, you hate the Rams. <laughs> like, do I look like I hate the Rams, guys? <laughs> but uh, for overrated, ah, oh, man, that's a tough one. They're all perfect, so that's so hard to say. Um, I'm, 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 I don't know, man. I really don't know. Maybe Whitworth, but only because of his age. Like, I, I don't know what kind of impact that's going to have this year. But I don't know. I feel like everybody, like, we don't hype at people that crazy, do we? Like, I mean, Jalen Ramsey's amazing. Aaron Donald's amazing. Like, Matthew Stafford's such an upgrade. Like, I don't know. So I would say that just because of his age. A cop-out answer. I don't care. Uh, next one here comes from, we got a bunch here from Cody. All right. So let's see here. GM Sheriff Joe Baggs joins the staff. What is the first move you make? I mean, odd timing on your question, because right now I don't think I make any moves. I think this roster is pretty sick right now. Uh, I don't think that we have any real glaring position needs that we need to address. You could grab a running back, but I don't think it's really necessary. I like Henderson. I like Jones. I like Otis Anderson Jr. Uh, so I, I don't think I make any moves, actually, especially with what's out there right now. If there, if I had to, if I was forced, they were like, you can have this GM job, but you have to sign somebody. I'd probably go with like KJ Wright or uh, or Adrian Peterson. His follow up was uh, hopefully getting Cody tickets. Doubtful. <laughs> Get your own tickets, Cody. Uh, Sheriff Joe Bags, when are you gonna replace the Wolf at QB two? Dude, nobody wants to see me throw a football. All right, I can do it. Like I'm pretty accurate, I guess. But uh, do you think that this thing is uh, launching it more than like 50 yards? Uh, it, it's not. Okay, <laughs> you don't want to see that happen. All right. And could you imagine me getting hit by somebody like Aaron Donald or something? I would absolutely explode. That would not be good for anybody, all right? That would, like, they would have to cut the broadcast. The The commentators would be like, oh my god, change the camera. <laughs> it would not be cool. Uh, next one here. Is there any reason in particular why Stafford almost had the exact same injury as Goff last year, or is it just luck? I reason I don't uh, hitting it on a helmet. Yeah, that happens, man. It's a quarterback. It happens a lot. Uh, definitely not to the extent of Goff, uh, for sure. So that's good news. It was really just a bruise. Goff actually had a fracture in his thumb, um, and then played. I mean, he had to because the wolf went down. Ow! But 
the wolf went down, and so he he was forced into playing. But Matthew Stafford, of course, he didn't. He's not being forced to play right now, but he is. Uh, but it's also just a much more minor version of that injury. Not like a cult situation where we get we get to see two players that have like the same exact thing and they both go in for it. I don't. It's crazy. Uh, let's see here. What Rams player are you most excited about? That's not a rookie or Stafford this year. Dude, Jordan Fuller. That's my dude this year. I am super pumped to see Jordan Fuller out here this year. If he's green dotting especially, because that means he's going to be captain. All right. Uh, C-A-P-N. Captain. <laughs> all right. And um, yeah, man. So I'm excited to see what he can do with that safety spot. Uh, he was talking about in the, in his press conference, like what kind of what what did he take from from uh, John Johnson that, that he can kind of implement in his game? And he he's right. It's just that calm presence, man. Just that like just no matter what the situation is, still the same guy, still the same player, calm, collected, cool. Uh, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I think he's um I, I think he's going to have an awesome season this year. I really think that he's going to do he's going to do some big things this year. I'm pumped for Jordan Fuller. Uh, where, why do you, uh, the Rams always seem to end up with historically elite running back and who's going to be our next elite running back and why? Yeah, the Rams have had some pretty amazing running backs. Of course, we can go, you know, Dickerson, Bettis, Falk, Jackson, Gurley. Uh, yeah, some, uh, some very, very, very talented running backs. As far as our next elite running back, I know people are going to want me to say Cam Akers, but I'm going to go ahead and say that he's not on our roster right now. Uh, he's not here yet. Maybe he's in college. Uh, p- possibly, but uh, I'm going to say that he's not here yet. Uh, Cam Akers is going to be entering his third season, and you don't pay running backs. You just don't do it. It's that's like uh, it's, a, uh, it, it's a bad business move in the NFL to pay a running back. So we're really going to get two years out of Cam Akers, and unless in those two years... He shows us that, hey, if you move on from me, there is no other player that can do what I'm doing, which I just don't see happening. There's a lot of very good running backs out there. I say it all the time. Every team's got at least two who could be a starter. Cam Akers went down and immediately was like, oh, well, Daryl Henderson. Like they, they almost had almost identical stat lines last year. And I don't know, man. It's uh, I, I, just, I don't think that he's here yet. I'll say that. I know people are going to hate that answer. You're in a room with Sean McVay for five minutes. You get three questions to ask him. What are they? Oh, that's... I should have read that one before. Do you like to party? Will you be on Ram Showcase as a co-host? I, that's like the one person I would absolutely... I would I would give up co-host. I, like, I would do that. Because <laughs> I like being the only guy here. But co-host with Sean McVay. Yeah. Would you co-host Ram Showcase with me? Also... I don't know. I always got those two. Uh, I should have thought about that. I should have read that one before. Darius Williams versus Marcus Peters. Who's better? Uh, they're both very talented in their own rights. Uh, Marcus Peters would definitely... I, I hated when he would blow a coverage and then he would look at everybody else like they messed up. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, really, Marcus? Like, that was your guy. <laughs> like, why are you Why are you doing this to Kenny Young when that was your receiver? What the heck, man? But uh, Darius Williams, I think, is awesome, too, man. He's got an eye for that ball. He plays the ball really, really well. Um, His his strength, his biggest strength, in my opinion, Darius Williams, is game tape. He understands the situation that he's that he's in. He's able to uh, to to know where he needs to be and why and and get there. It's awesome. Uh, Is Marcus Peters lines versus Sean Payton the most iconic Rams trash talk? If not, what is? 
Ooh, I don't have an answer for this one, actually. I don't even know the comments. Well, I don't even remember what he said. Are you talking about the gumbo comments? Because I wouldn't say that, that. I don't know. We also don't have, like, a lot of real... I mean, obviously, we got Jalen Ramsey. We had Marcus Peters. But I don't know, man. That's a tough one. Pass. <laughs> Do people outside the Rams fan base hate Jalen Ramsey? Well, that's a question for somebody outside of the Rams fan base, Cody. I am in the Rams fan base, and I love Jalen Ramsey, so I can't really speak for other fan bases. I would assume, based on his personality, that there's probably some other fan bases that are not fans of Jalen Ramsey, especially considering what he does to their number one wide receiver, which is take them out of the game. Remove them from the game. So yeah, they probably, I'm sure that there's a lot of, like, Seahawks fans probably hate Jalen because he's DK's dad. So uh, he probably they probably still like him. Who's the next Pro Bowler for the Rams? Will surprise fans? Tyler Higby. I think he's going to do some good stuff this year, man, for sure. Who's the most underrated Rams player that doesn't get enough love in the media? Do most of them <laughs> because of Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, and Matthew Stafford. They get all the love. That's all they do is get love all day. That's so um, yeah. I think most of these guys don't get the love, but I think that uh, Jordan Fuller. I think. That uh, Kenny Young, uh, Bobby Evans, for sure, uh, especially from my own personal preferences here. Uh, Tyler Higby is one. Uh, Bobby Trees, of course, does not get nearly enough media attention, especially for what he does on that football field, man. He's incredible. I don't mean to, like, plow through your questions here, but we do have a lot of them, and I want to get these uh, answered. Let's see here. You put any money on the Rams winning at all this year? Bro, already have. Already have. I will continue to, but I already have. That's been done. <laughs> because now we're getting closer to the season where numbers are going to start getting a little bit tighter, so I usually do it pretty early. Uh, who is Joe Bag's first ever favorite Rams player? Ah, that was Superman, Marshall Falk. Man, that was my dude. Um, he's a big reason why I even got into football, okay? I was born in 1991, so I know most of you guys are like, what? But I was born in 1991, so yeah, Marshall Falk, uh, like it, when I started really paying attention and understanding what was going on, that dude was absolutely insane. So much fun to watch. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, I got to go with uh, Marshall Falk there. I lost my spot here. Uh, let's see. Joe Bag should the next, should be the next Shannon Sharp. So you can tell the masses how good the Rams are every year. First of all, Shannon Sharp, I still have not forgiven him for what he did to Julio Jones. I think that that is extremely rude, extremely unprofessional, and I'm not here for it. So to say that I would be the next Shannon Sharp is almost an insult because Shannon Sharp is I, that alone. And I realize that one thing cannot define in a, in a person's entire thing, but he has been a media guy for quite some time. I cannot believe that he did that to Julio Jones, put him on air like that without telling him that he was on air. You could tell that Julio had no idea, and he's sitting here just like asking him all these questions. And that was extremely rude, extremely unprofessional. In the media world, that is not something that you do. Not a fan of it. So now I don't want to be the next Shannon Sharp. You need a new console to start a GM Joe Bags Madden series. Absolutely not. If I start playing video games, Ram Showcase would take a hit, and I would not want to do that. I want to keep Ram Showcase going. Video games, I, I'm not bashing you if you play video games. I think video games are awesome. They're fun. They're a blast. They're super cool and stuff. And I, you're not a bad person for playing them at all. I just have no way in my schedule that I would be able to fit in video game time, all right? And how I played video games when I was a video game guy was I would just knock out like, 
14 hour days playing video games. I cannot afford to do that anymore. I've got way too many things going on to uh, to sit and play video games. Again, that's not bashing anybody. Do your thing. Rock them video games, man. Do it. It's awesome. But I don't know. I'm not a video game guy anymore. Uh, Carson Wentz, you think he'll make it to the Rams game week two? I actually don't think he will. Quentin Nelson, I think, might. But uh, Carson Wentz, I don't think, plays uh, in that one. And if they got Nick Foles, which is your next question here, uh, that I don't think that would be crazy at all. You said, like, how crazy would it be? But I don't think that, that would be that crazy. I think it makes total sense. Nick Foles is the third-string quarterback for the Chicago Bears. What is he even doing there? Go be a backup somewhere, man. And the Bears, go let him be a backup somewhere. Why are you going to hang on to him? you got Fields. you got Dalton. Why are you hanging on to Foles? Let him go play somewhere else. Let him go be a backup somewhere else. Uh, somewhere that, you know, maybe he'll be needed a little bit, such as the Colts. I think it just makes sense. Last couple here from Adrian. Since 2010, the following names have taken at least one snap during a regular season game for the Rams, St. Louis and Los Angeles. Um, Might have missed one or two. Thank you for the disclaimer there, Adrian. Sam Bradford, A.J. Feely, Kellen Clemens, Tom Brandstatter. That's the one that I don't remember. We had the conversation about, though, Adrian. He came in for, like, two passes or something. <laughs> uh, Sean Hill, Austin Davis, Nick Foles, Case Keenum, Sean Mannion, Blake Bortles, Jared Goff. This sounds like I'm just listing off, like, bad cornerbacks. <laughs> it's, that's what that list sounds like to me. It's like, it's like, who is the most average group of quarterbacks you could think of? Sam Bradford, AJ Feely, Kelly Clay. Like, that's just what it feels like. Um, so uh, your question here is, uh, let's say in the scenario that Stafford and Wolford, Alu, and Perkins get injured and the only available free agents are the, the, are the listed quarterbacks. Who would you pick to start? Who would you pick to back up? And who would you have on the practice squad? All right, I am starting... You know what? I'm starting Blake Bortles out of these guys. Uh, I, I like... I, I never hated Blake Bortles. I'll say I like him, but I, I don't think that that's the right word. I'd never hated him. <laughs> it's the right word. Uh, my backup, give me Austin Davis as my backup, dude. That guy's got the fire. Uh, he's got the fire in his eyes, man. And he also, like, he's just exciting, man. He he has fun out there. He's competitive. I love that. And uh, for the practice squad, give me... Give me Kellen Clemens, man. He's, he's <laughs> for the practice squad... That means he's probably not going to play ever, but it means that he's there. He's at your disposal. Kellen Clemens, I mean, he's the most, in my opinion, the most average quarterback of all time. Like, he's not going to ruin your season for you, but he's also not going to be the reason you win any games. Like, he's just going to kind of do what he needs to do, put you in a little bit of a situation where you can maybe win a game. That's really all you can ask for from Kellen Clemens. That's the most he's going to give you, no more, no less. Super average which is fine. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to start. I, w- I would start Blake Bortles out of those guys. And then question number two here, our final fan queso today. Actually, I will check uh, the YouTube channel just to make sure that I'm not blowing anybody off here. Uh, let's see. Do you remember the good old days when we would, we, when we would wish the Rams would, wow, that's a lot of dubs. All right. Do you remember the good old days when we would wish the Rams would draft a wide receiver in the first round? Now we're loaded in arguably the best wide receiver group in the NFL. Well, to answer your question, yes. Simple answer. Yes, I do remember that, Adrian. <laughs> that's, I was going to, that's not a touch screen. Um, let's see here. Let's just check, check uh, YouTube really quick just to make sure that I'm not blowing off any other uh, quesos here. And then we'll hop on out of here. But... Um, 
I do appreciate those quesos. Yeah, man. To Adrian, to to kind of expand on that one, I don't want to completely just ignore that question. Uh, to to answer your question, man, that's um, yeah, it's it's so wild to to remember the days when we had like like Kenny Britt, my fantasy football team name, too legit to Britt was uh yeah like that was like he was it like he was our guy and then we had brian quick and then like the different times we bring in like mark clayton or uh brandon lloyd uh donnie avery was a draft pick uh let's i'm trying to think we just like like denario alexander we bring in all these guys who are just like either getting hurt or just not to the level or they're just like i don't know it's just not not right there but i don't know man we'll uh, that's, I'm glad we're at where we're at, where we are now. I'd rather have way too many than not enough. Let's see. Um, just gonna go through, running through some comments here, making sure that I don't have any quesos. I'm looking for question marks. So if you guys are dropping quesos with ending in period, I'm gonna assume that that's just a sentence. Uh, let's see. Okay. <laughs> I like this comment from C.S. Wilson. It's, uh, I think our third quarterback might be our second best running back. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's true, but I like the comment. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's a good one. Sheriff Joe Bags. Uh, the Super Bowl is going to be a higher percentage if we get the one or two seed in the NFC. Uh, whatever that, whatever that means, we need that. Yeah, I mean the higher seed we can get. Yeah, the, the obviously the the higher up. Uh, that means you get more playoff or home games, and I would love to see some home games. Uh, I would have, I would like to think that if we saw a home playoff game last year, that the Rams maybe would have been able to do a little bit more in that that Super Bowl run. Uh, let's see. Oh man, that's a tough. Uh, let's see. Payo, Payo time. By the way, shout out to Payo time. Didn't comments here, but. All right, I'm not going to go through all of these. Uh, I don't think there's any more quesos. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> I've been ignoring one person on, on YouTube, and now I've wasted time trying to find a queso. I need to do that beforehand so you guys aren't just watching me scroll. So that's going to do it for our fan cases. Make sure you guys drop those if you've got them. Uh, the best place to do that is in a message, honestly, but uh, drop them wherever you guys can hear me. I will be keeping a closer eye out on those. We'll just start gathering them on, like, Tuesday. They're kind of wrangling them in. Yep. Rope them in. That's a few different things that I'm doing there. But uh, make sure you guys drop them. I'll get them answered on the next uh, show for you guys. And then also next week we got some other uh, cool stuff happening with some sponsorships. I'm not going to say anything this time because... Well, to put it bluntly, payments haven't been made. So <laughs> we'll start that stuff next week when we get into our game previews. This is our last episode of the offseason. Next week, we start game previews. We got Rams Chargers to, to talk about, which is going to be amazing. Uh, at SoFi Stadium there, so it's going to be a good time. Can't wait for that one. It's going to be an absolute blast. blast. Uh, but make sure you guys follow Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That's at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. Also, make sure you guys get into that uh, that giveaway for 
uh, for the, the Ram Cave giveaway. We're going to be doing another Shaw's Customs one. Tony, I need to hear from you. Uh, you got until, I, I, I don't know if I gave you a deadline, if you guys, if you're hearing this too late or something, uh, but uh, by Sunday, I need to hear from you. Otherwise, we will go to the next winner or the next selection, second place. But make sure you guys send in those Ram Cave uh, photos to ramshowcase at gmail.com. We'll get those sent out to our third party uh, representative as well. Thank you again, Kurt Steele, to, uh, to to pick a winner on that one. So that's going to do it for me. Thank you guys for hanging out. I sincerely appreciate the heck out of you guys. I am Sheriff Joe Beggs. This has been Ram Showcase on Sports World Radio. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening, and you guys have a great night.